The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Guns up, giddy up, welcome to Failure to Stop Breakdown Friday. It's Friday. I am joined with my co-host as usual, the easy, steezy, beautiful Drew Breezy. Uh, almost 30 years in law enforcement, uh, most of that being as a detective. We're here to break down the Mark Jaggers case for you. Before we do that, the show is brought to you by GhostBed.com. Factor fresh foods on the go. Deliver right to your door. Always fresh, never frozen. And then we also have MyBookie.com, which we got some really fun MyBookie stuff starting next week. So please go get your MyBookie account today. Sign up. Use the promo code Wolfpack. There's a bunch of extra stuff that's going to be thrown in there for you, some free spins and free things like that. But we're going to be doing some really fun bets that I'm going to be starting in on Monday uh, with Jay Durrell on our Monday show with comedian Jay Durrell. And uh, we'll let you know what we're betting on for the week going in through the month. So listen, it's just one month of, of having a good time on MyBookie.com with friends. We know that there's a lot of fights going on. All you SWAT boys out there, all you little meat wagon truck drivers, uh, you guys are always taking like little bets with each other. You got your little lotto fund. Set it aside this month for the month of July. Put it into my bookie and let's have some fun together as the Wolfpack. Drew, how are you doing this morning, buddy? I'm you doing great, great, by uh, the way. You know, don't be, don't pretend you don't in the meat wagon uh, bet on things because I guarantee you do. Uh, oh, too. You think they bet on uh, who's going to make it and who doesn't? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, oh, I've done it. Have you done it? I've done it. I felt I'm not, bad. I'm not going to say it. that. I'm not I've done say it. Whether I've, I've done it. I've gone over under. I was like, um, it was a man. He had been shot. I don't know, maybe four times, five times. He was <laughs> leaking from his armpit though. He got shot. One of the rounds he took was in the armpit, and it was, it was running like. Do you know the paintings of Jesus when he stabbed in the side with the spear? Yes. And those paintings depict like the the blood and water coming out of his yeah. of his side. Yeah. Um. This is what it looked like coming out of his armpit, and um, <laughs> he was telling the cop that the police officer, bless his heart, he was a rookie, was trying to, you know, like, who did this to you? Who shot this for you? He's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Just just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. He's like, no, 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 man. Just lay down. Like, you're good. He's like, no, no, no. Let me sit up. And I look over to the other uh, senior officer and I was like, nah, this guy's not good. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah. He's, if they're saying he's good, he's good. Dying people always say, I'm dying. And he's not saying that. And I was like, no, that guy's dying. He's like over under. And I was like, bro, he doesn't, he doesn't make it to the, to the hospital. And he's like, bet she does. I'm like, bet she doesn't. And he was like, Chick-fil-A later tonight. And I was like, it's a bet. So, See so if he be makes it. it. Right. See if he makes it. Didn't make it. Didn't uh, make did it. You actually, the there was a, there was a big debate on the, if he made it or not, because they were doing chest compressions um, the whole time. You know what I mean? So like, I think we just chalked it off as we're both that nobody won. It was, a draw? it was a draw. <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, did you get the spicy, uh, the sweet and sour sauce <laughs> with the chicken, no. with chicken nugs that like that looked like the uh, the the sangri, the the, the, Polynesian the blood sauce. of Jesus that was coming out of his uh, armpits just to, in his honor. You speak his you name. You know, the Polynesian sauce grew on me, Drew. Um, <laughs> yeah. I used to just be all in on the Chick Fil A signature sauce, the uh, honey mustardy 
what I don't yeah. even know what that is. I was always a fan of that. I was all in on that for a long time. And it wasn't until maybe two years after I stopped being a comp that I dabbled in the Polynesian sauce. And it, what started out as a dabble has now become almost, you know, a habit. Yeah, a dabble. Uh, Polynesian sauce uh, I get now in honor of Josh of Dead Lake. I just really is he a Polynesian yeah. sauce guy? Oh, uh, because he's, he's married to a Polynesian. Just very cool. Well, no, I never really thought of it that way, but <clears throat> very Hawaiian in theme. He's uh, I think he okay. left his heart in Hawaii. He definitely uh, left true. some nerve endings yeah. in Hawaii. We know that. We know that. I forgot that uh, his whole Hawaiian past. Our Ch- Chinese people aren't Polynesian, though. That's Polynesians are like New Zealand. No, Chinese people are what they call Chinese. Right. I knew that. I knew that. C students at best here, guys. That's why I have Drew Breezy on the show to help break down these cases, because a, a simple street cop like myself could never manage to articulate or with any sense of merit make it through these shows sounding any way intelligent as that verbal vomit that i just spewed to you sounded it would be 10 times worse if drew wasn't here so verbal vomit. thank you drew thank you <laughs> ghost bed thank you factor and thank you uh mybookie.com let's today's show is uh the mark jaggers case I was on the fence about this, Drew. I was on the fence. We've had some real bangers the last three or four weeks. Um, I know that we had to tell the story because we're so close to the Louisville, Kentucky officers. Uh, you know, we're, we're friends with Sergeant Mattingly and the Breonna Taylor guys. case. Uh, we're, you know, um, Dexter, Dexter used to Pitts, work there. Big fan of Dexter Pitts. Read his book. Had him on the show several times. So anytime something happens in Louisville, Kentucky, we almost feel feel obligated. It's like our friends over in Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, the One More and I'm Out of Here podcast, boys. Anytime something happens there, we almost feel like uh, like it's the right thing to do is to cover the case. But this case, interestingly enough, was very fun to do my research on. You know, some cases are tough. We did the. Uh, the Daniel Holtzclaw case, the series, which, you know, was just mentally taxing. It really was. I mean, that's just, yeah, it was. it's a hard case to wrap your brain around. It's difficult. For a lot of reasons. It's, For a lot it's, of it's, reasons. Um, yeah. It's mental gymnastics at best. And, and <clears throat> because, you know, you're supporting potentially what could turn out to be a, a serial rapist wearing a uniform. Yes. Yeah. But at the same time, we, we have faith in, in our own, uh, investigative ability to to understand this probably isn't as it seems and it sounds so it, crazy like it, it, it sounds does. crazy to say that i don't think daniel holtzclaw is guilty because the normal person that hasn't even listened to the show is just automatically going to go in all all in on you yeah. and write a lot of bad messages about you uh, similar to the, like the uvaldi experience there but you know i even yesterday my youtube um some daniel holtzclaw villain the villains podcast came up and i couldn't even listen to it i mean these guys are so i don't you know you could just again it's it's our habit of taking what mainstream media says and just not doing any amount of research Mm. or looking at anything just critically for a second and saying like, hold on, like let's get the whole story here and maybe mainstream media is right or wrong. But I mean, typically they're wrong and they're way wrong, way wrong. uh, If you missed uh, comm center last night, I, I, everyone is excused. If you missed it, I think you should go back and listen to it to be honest. Uh, But we had attorney 
I'm sorry, I can't even call him an attorney. Uh, law school graduate Daniel Carr, who is a detective in the southwestern part of the United States, uh, break down with John and I a uh, an incident that occurred in, at the L.A. Sheriff's Department, um, and it was uh, the situation of a shoplifter. It got called in as a robbery. As a result, there was a, a an older black female that was thrown to the ground. And then next thing you know, there's a big press conference, and the sheriff is saying, well, we're going to turn this over to the Department of Justice and the prosecutors. And instead of just treating it as a, a, a use of force, I mean, yeah, there were a couple of mistakes made in, in our opinion, but, um, you know, not not rising to the criminal aspect, but sure enough, uh, you know, in pulling the video for that and reviewing and, uh, and doing all that, the news reports, they were all the same. It was all like black female thrown to the ground, black, 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 black. I mean, it just might as well just say black, like black, 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 black. You know, that's the entire article, just the word black. And then, uh, then, Um, it's uh, that she was an elderly female but of course when she's thrown to the ground she looks up and is like don't you touch me motherfucker like (laughs) you know because I can't tell you how many times my grandmother told me don't you touch me motherfucker in her Scottish brogue Um, so you know like you can portray what I'm saying is just validating what you're telling me or what you're telling everybody else the media gets it wrong intentionally the media just wants to – they're lazy in the sense that they're not going to look into it. They want to pump fear. They just really want to pump fear. They need the black community to be afraid of law enforcement. They are creating the fear between law enforcement and the black community. It's not these incidents because these incidents are far and few between. It's these incidents that just get played over and over and over. And you're told over and over, uh, we warn you that the images you're about to see are graphic. And whether they are or not, you're like, oh, shit, this is graphic. So when it happens, you're like, fuck, I just saw something graphic. Wow. That was graphic. Listen, they can't have federalized policing nationwide if we uh, don't discredit uh, state-level, local-level police point. officers. So this is a great uh, so they're just doing the Lord's work for the government. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Because so. the government is Lord's work. They only want what's best for you, Drew. Um, you yeah. know, they, they only want these police officers who are anti-gun who want to take away all of your rights and you know all those things so that's why they're that's why they do it's because they care about you drew they care about you um and i care about you guys i care about you guys a lot because uh in the last two weeks from the last two last call episodes on the fair stop podcast channel you guys have sent some incredible messages even as before i went to bed at 10 o'clock last night i received yet another one i had a person from the Wolfpack call and pray for me and pray well pray over me um, on a voice message on Instagram. If you are not awesome. religious, that's okay. But if you're a religious phobic, um, I feel sorry for you. You know, I, I think that's too. just as bad as being a homophobic. Uh, but if you've never had somebody pray over you, whether you believe in God or not, um, it's a powerful thing. I don't yeah, know that anybody's prayed over me in, oh gosh, I, it's probably been 20 years since somebody's prayed over me. Um, if I can even remember, it could be longer than that. And I sat and listened to the whole thing and, uh, it's about a three minute long prayer. And it, uh, you know, I had, my eyes were a little watery, like not Braveheart watery, but like Rudy watery. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, wasn't streaming tears. Uh, yeah. 
but uh, you know, thank you guys for that, man. And I, you know, I didn't know that that me- that uh, that message was going to strike a nerve with so many people. I assumed that maybe one or two people would be able to understand those episodes. I didn't realize it was going to be for the next two weeks of my life, four, five, six messages a day. Uh, that are eight paragraphs long explaining to me how you guys can relate to that kind of stuff. And uh, it warms my heart that you guys took the time to listen to it, one. But to to actually reach out and message me and give me words of encouragement uh, was not something I saw coming out of that episode. So, again, from the bottom of my heart, Wolfpack, thank you guys, all you listeners out there. If you want to support the show, um, you you can always uh, hit that like and subscribe button. It's free. We do five free shows a week here on this podcast channel. If you want extra content, I've got Officer Daniels coming in on the 19th. Him and I are having a steak dinner. And, and that is going to be over our Patreon. You can become a paid member to Patreon. I think it's like, what, $3 to yeah. Patreon? We Three have over 10, 100 people levels. in the... Yeah, there's two yeah. levels. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and so we have uh, over 100 people in the Patreon. So that's just another way of being a little bit more involved if, if that suits you. And then uh, we have a little paid YouTube as well to get you into the Discord channel. Um but what's free is giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and that is literally the most important thing you can do for us right now is head to Spotify or iTunes and please give us a five-star rating and review. But everything else is free, and um, and that's just because we truly love you guys and we want to see first responders be educated, want to see you guys be entertained, we want to have a voice when you need one, when it's needed for you. And in the case of this Mark Jagger's case, this is a detective that's uh, not really getting his side of the story told because often, as you know, Drew, uh, we don't get to say our side of the story because of gag orders and the whatnots. So all you get to hear are the uninformed opinions or the extremely biased opinions of family members, community members, etc. In this case, it's a little bit worse because the peanut gallery, if you will, is like something out of the TV series Trailer Park Boys, which doesn't really help this young man's case. I It's hard for me to feel empathy when I am looking at photographs of a bunch of juggalos and juggalettes. Do you, are you familiar yeah. Drew with the juggalos and the juggalettes. Of course. Um, let me just let me just show you a couple of pictures before we get into this. It really sets, and I'm usually not this much of an asshole when it comes to suspects or victims, but in this case, it's just it's cherry picking. I know. I don't. But that's so. how I was as a cop. I was a cherry picker. This is how they showed up. To, if you're watching on YouTube, this is how they showed up to the attorney, their little lawyer speaking uh, at the site of the crime or, or whatever you want to talk about. But look at one. Well, look at the lawyer. Look at the lawyer. I'm not sure what he's wearing. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming this is the lawyer, and not the priest. No, it's the, it's definitely the family attorney. He's you know like you'll see it. He's kind of short he's dressed. His button, his 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 blazer jacket, which is gray in color, over black pants. And never a fan of that. Um, <laughs> I I could dig it. I, I'm good with that. I, I'm I, not I'm not going I for it. But he look at look at I I it appears to me that that blazer is misbuttoned. The one side's <laughs> hanging lower than the other. He didn't even button. We will his have blazer to correctly. That. 
And his bow tie is so crooked. It looks like the propeller. I know I'm being mean. I know I'm cherry picking, but I, I have to paint this picture for our audio listeners. His bow tie looks like the propeller of a Red Bull, uh, like a Red Bull stunt plane here. Um, and then he's standing somewhat penguin toed with a Miss Button blouse. And then standing behind him, this is all I can see. That's what's standing behind him. It's the it's the entire cast and crew of the Trailer Park Boys. I mean, you know you're going to be on camera. It's a press conference. You really got to wear, at least they wore their best Crocs, you know, the ones with all the little the things on them. But everybody's yeah. wearing Crocs. Uh, they look like, it, honestly, do you know, have you ever, do you know the Warack group on TikTok, by the way? If you're following on YouTube, you're seeing pictures of the graveside cross. If I ever die, Drew, if I ever die in one of these crazy situations, please do not make me a white trash memorial, a trailer trash memorial. We see this in the inner cities, and we, I've always said the inner city and the trailer parks are the same place. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. Do, this do is you garbage. Before you, even go, <laughs> before you even go any further, do you think you need to ask me? Because it's, it's going down. You you are getting <laughs> you are getting mylar balloons like uh, fucking any anything they have like C three PO you're you're getting like just a random mylar balloons uh, we'll construct a cross like but it's can gonna we get be, the shitty candles that where you like drink the Miller High Life and then you break the Miller High Life bottle yeah. and make a candle and then the Miller High Life bottle. There's going to be some saints, some uh, some of those saint candles, oh, need the saints. like the yes, Santeria people yes, yes, or the Catholic uh -huh. people. And then uh, the cross that I put up, I I'm going to ask the help of Bosco because he seems to be like a mechanical, hardy country boy. And we're yeah. going to actually do a life-size cross, like like something you could have been crucified on. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be that. And it'll be like R.I.P. You know. I didn't know that you could make a cross white trash. I almost thought that it was blasphemous to say it. But, like, how come all these crosses, they're always like, you know it's white trash. It's like, it's a white trash cross. If you've ever forgotten something, Andrea Uplate knows this about me. If you ever need to meet me somewhere to exchange goods, maybe you left your makeup bag in my car after a meetup. And... Um, and, and so you're not going to drive two hours to Raleigh. And so we meet halfway between Raleigh and Wilmington. Or maybe, Drew, you leave your laptop charger in my car and we need to meet halfway between the airport and Raleigh. Whatever it may be, I will often pull over near one of these white trash crosses and I'll give you the mile marker. And I will place your item behind the cross so it looks like I am putting something down there. And all the cars driving by are like, yeah, boy, oh, I feel sorry. I empathize with them. But then when you're there, it looks like you're stealing from the cross so that's where you will find your goods i always do it i always do that it it's great i always do it yeah. andrea I, yeah andrea's like i can't believe that you put my makeup bag literally people were standing outside the trailer park uh on highway 13 watching me steal something and i literally panicked and had to run back to my car and i was like it's my makeup bag and you're like haul ass off does uh, uh does anyone know what the i n r i above jesus uh in the, in the banner above him means i think it's something in aramaic or latin you know what i'm talking about I on do, the cross I do. The, yeah okay well for your cross it's going to say yeah. g u g u i knew you were going to say that uh, i mean that, what, what that. else are we going to put and then we're going to you know, know we'll hang on either side of the cross like you know one side's going to be 
Um, well, on this extremely white trash cross, if you zoom in on it, it says father. And then it's got like maybe his kid's name under it. And then it says like, I don't know, Owen or Odin, but it's written in like gang style, right? Calligraphy or like, <laughs> like, I don't know. So I can't read it. Fat um, man and then they've put the stripper beads. They've wrapped stripper beads around this cross. They've used green painter tape to tape his picture at the head of the cross. <laughs> so it's his head at the head of the cross taped with green painters tape. Again, this wooden cross, which is, they didn't even use paint to put all the stuff on there. It's a magic marker. Um, and then they have wrapped it in like, like green new Orleans style beads. Um, with all of the fake flowers and then those trailer park uh, mailbox flags, you know what I'm talking about? That say yeah. like springtime is here and, right. and you know, it's like you got to put it next to your hand painted garden gnome and your hand painted bird your box. Globe. Yeah. Like your, your, your globe. Uh, glass yeah. globe. Yeah. And your dollar store, your dollar store um, solar lights to light up where your driveway is so that you don't pass it. Yeah. They're Mine's the one with all the Dollar Tree solar paneled powered <laughs> yeah. bulb lights. <laughs> but it, I mean, and the reflectors so off of, out of bicycles. Place. Everybody so in that in the in the previous picture is wearing like a skull or a some type of monkey, you know, Leon monkey on that one. Bro, uh, you know, I, do you know the, the Warag group? Do you know the Warag group? Do you know what I'm talking about? The Warag group? No, I don't. I Let don't. me show you this. This is exactly, and I promise you, I've I watched these guys. It's the Warag group, and you can look them up. Uh, I believe it's W A R A Q. They're on TikTok. They're on Instagram, and you never know if they're real or not. They've never they've never yeah, come right. out of character. <laughs> I when I saw the first picture of this with all these guys in, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's real, and these are the fans. Let me here. I'll put this on there for you guys, and I'll play it for you. Here you go. This is the Warack group. If you're not familiar with them, Warack in this mug. Welcome to our block. You word. Let's get this old 900. Yo. Oh. Yo. They trying to test our city. Oh. Where we from? Oh, 900 the block, and we ain't never run. Oh. Big W's till we drop. What? We ain't doing this. Anyway, that's enough of that. That is they're enough multi, of that. Uh, they're multi, like they're representing several, you know, they have lots of colors. You know what I mean? They're basically Teletubbies. I mean, but, but, uh, so these, um, <laughs> I love the trailer park boys, but if you'll notice, like, so they're all kind of hardcore. I, I do agree with you, and I am, I'm about to be mean here because I'm the last one that should be talking about hair, but. They, um, if you'll notice in the picture with the attorney, like most of them have homegrown hair. Like there is a, there's a haircut stylist that charges four bucks, like within that neighborhood. You know what I'm within saying? Within that like, family, within that family. Yeah. Like I, I got to roll up and see Raleigh and, 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 and Raleigh. You know, R O L. No, they're getting their ha- they're getting their haircuts at Fresh Cuts with a Z. <laughs> right, I think Fresh so. Cuts. I don't, I don't think they're going into a licensed barber. I, I mean, I don't think it's like licensed. No, but that's what that's what he names it. You know, that's his Facebook Fresh Cuts. <laughs> right, right. Show up. Just yeah, just roll through at Fresh Cuts. We take walk-ins. And, fresh uh, Cuts. I mean, because look, it, it, that that one has like the perfect line. You oh, know, yeah. the one with the green monkey has the perfect line across. That that is like. The international symbol for. Trailer, I've never I guess. seen I mean, something more Louisville, Kentucky than this picture. 
yeah, in I, my I don't, life. You know, this is the bar in Star Wars, basically. It's the, uh, <laughs> look. I'm so sorry, but this this case to me, it's just so white trash. It's so white trash offensive. It's 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 offensive to my race. Um, I've always spoke that if you know, and and I've always applauded Dexter Pitts because it's like he'll often be like, God, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for my race right now over this crime. And, and I, I empathize with that. And this isn't one of these cases where I like, I'm embarrassed by my race. Um, this is, this is the lowest of the low of the yeah. white. This is like when, when, when far left extremists make fun of far white, right wing extremists. <laughs> this is what they picture. This is like what they lump us into. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> this the, is this right. exact picture. That's except, a great observation. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then so another great observation is right here in our comments, Catherine Smith saying, uh, someone's someone's mom uses the flow B. Uh, do you remember the flow B? That was a great uh, haircutting instrument. Yes, uh, I do remember the flow B. That picture smells like Axe body spray. It does. It reeks <laughs> of Axe body spray. Of, of Axe and, and the Christmas pack of Old Spice. And I think even some of the uh, some of the men have Axe body spray on in that <laughs> that photo. Look, I, I'm uh, I, you know that I am uh, in the Wolfpack. You know that I'm Susan B. Empathy. That was my God given uh, second name. And uh, I'm always about like, oh, you know, when somebody dies, like let's not celebrate death, but you do you, and blah blah blah. Uh, this time around, I'm like. This kid was so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, it's it's it's, it's like the stories the... that changed and everything. It just it begs it beg it, like the attorney. This is just a great story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, I'm no. It just reminds me so much of like the submarine. I know there's a lot of people that are like, why is everybody being so mean about these people who died in the submarine? I think it's the totality of you know that's my favorite word of like stupidity when it all comes together. You know, it's sad that a whole bunch of refugees, 700 of them. F- you know, sank on a boat that same week and died and nobody gave a shit. But like, re- that's refugees doing like refugee stuff. That's real stuff. Like that stuff that there is no banter about. That's just something you go, man, that is, oh, that's tragic. I mean, it's really tragic, but I understand when people see rich people doing really dumb, rich things and then it doesn't work out for them. I understand where the memes and the jokes come from. It's like the Will Smith stuff. Like when you're so, when you do something so ignorant, the people who laugh at those kinds of things are just going to laugh at them. And this is like one of those things where it's like, if you're going to do dumb shit, you deserve to kind of be made fun of for, for doing dumb shit. So I really, um, I, I, I wish we can get this has, hashtag to trend on any of our socials failure to stop, but it's it? considered the totality of stupid stances. Oh, so, okay. so, so when you have a totality, like there's just stupid elements all the way around, it kind of gives you license to be able to say stuff like this. Like, yeah, you know, I, I'm just saying the attorney is, is fun. You, we'll, we'll delve into that. The father is even more fun because he's changed the story several times. Uh, the, the body cam video though, very graphic and does depict somebody dying, leaving this earth, uh, is fun in a sense. Like, you know, you know, you cannot be this stupid that you're walking up on a cop who is armed, who is in a neighborhood. I did see a, a comment in here like, this looks like a good fishing hole for warrants. That's exactly what the cops were doing in this neighborhood. <laughs> they were waiting for a fugitive to return, oh, and this kid walked up on them in a balaclava trying to carjack, uh, you know, but of course, a million excuses were made as Such to why the police— Such a great case. Did. 
I had a friend. I I had a friend. He was an officer, and he got his hand spanked because every Saturday at the Mexican um, at the Mexican. What do you call a flea market? The Mexican flea market. He would just sit down the road. So, like, you had to, to get into the Mexican flea market, which, by the way, if you've never been to a Mexican flea market, I highly recommend you go. It's a blast. The food is incredible. The food trucks are incredible. The shit that you can find there, it's literally like going to Tijuana without having to go to Tijuana, and you can drink <laughs> the water. Um it's, it's incredible, but the line to get in is extremely long, and they always fill up the parking lots, and you have to sit in this, you know, if you don't get there early, you got to sit in a big line. Well, this officer, every Saturday morning, would literally, you know, park himself a half a mile down and start typing reports because eventually the traffic would back all the way up to him, and then he would start running the plates because they're all Hispanics, and it's just cherry-picking, and he would just, like, wait until one had warrants, and he would get it, and then, of course, he would brag about how he does it, and then they deem that to be extremely racist. Um, and you can't just sit outside the Mexican uh, flea market because you know that uh, you're going to find somebody yeah. with no driver's license. You're going to find a warrant, so you can't do it. And, and I think a lot of those cases were dropped and dismissed, and I think he was suspended without pay. Really big deal. It made him look like a pure racist. Uh, but I find it no different in this this case that like if I was a cop and I really needed to clear my beat bag, I would just go sit in this trailer park and uh, run tags. Because every yeah, other car well, is going to have warrants. If you know, if you're a good street cop, you know that <laughs> you need to hit the the trailers or the residences where the cars are backed in. You know that you need to hit that at two or three oh, in the morning. Yeah, if you're at a because, hotel and there's a car backed in, you yeah. don't run any other tags. You just walk behind that one and write that tag. It, down. It's not like, you know most Florida is not like most states in the sense that you have to have a front plate. So you know people here in Florida just back their car in so you can't run their tag. So run their tag, you're going to find that they have a warrant. I guarantee it. I, I've right. I may have experienced that once or twice. Oh, 100%. Like, I, if, uh, when I'm touring the, the shady hotels, because, let's face it, most of the people that are committing these crimes and have warrants are peasants. Um, middle class and above, when they commit a crime, they, they go to court, so they don't actually have warrants. Um, but, you know, if you go to the peasant hotels, you know, the $24 a night, $35 a night hotels, yeah. all you got to do is f- look at the cards that are backed in, run those plates, and, um, you know, just kind of hold on for the ride. You know, it's like a sabiki rig in fishing. You know you're catching something. <laughs> just drop the line on the sabiki rig, and you're going to bring up some shit. So, you know, just get the net ready. Yeah, I, I agree. Let's get into this thing here. Uh, Let's go I, I want to I talk a little bit about the family and attorney and their... Um, <laughs> Are we going to talk about the dad and the dog case? Oh, please. That no, in 2013 yeah, and 2014. So, yeah, Are, do you have anything that predates that? Do you have anything yeah. that predates 2013? No, the I family? have nothing. No. So if you go and you research this case, this family has made headline news um, as far back as I, I believe it was like 2013. Might have been 2014. Um, I can kind of fact check myself on this one. This looks like it's going to be 2013. In October 2013, I'll just read you the, uh, the, the article here. Uh, a dog left alone in a vacant house for months survived thanks to two children who worked to make sure... The dog had food. Key the, uh, there goes my hero music. According to a search warrant, Mark Jaggers Sr. and his two children lived in a home uh, with their 14-year-old Pitbull until April of 2013 when the children moved. Oh, jeez. I didn't even catch that it was a Pitbull. 
just more evidence. Stereo, just more evidence. Um, this is embarrassing to the white people. Uh, when the children moved in with their grandmother, who lived several blocks away, in September, the police were called to the home on a report of a break-in. When officers arrived, they discovered the children uh, had broken into the home to feed the pit bull who was left behind. Listen, this is why we have, you know, you guys ate my lunch when I did the world's most dangerous animals. And the pit bull just happens to be the most dangerous animal on the planet. And, um, and I, and, and you guys kind of just hammered me in the comments about, you know, me miss, you know, generalizing pit bulls. Am I though? Am I, am I, why is right. it like every case that's like this? Like, why does it always have like a pit bull somewhere in the story? Like pit bull, it's, pit it, viper. They're in the same it's family, a stereotype right? for a same reason. Genus. Yeah. It's a stereotype for a reason. Right. Um, uh, the, so the warrant, the warrant states that there was a breaking and entering of the home. Uh, come to find out it was the three children who were breaking into the father's home uh, to feed this dog. And they had been doing it daily. The warrant states that the children had gone to feed the dog daily. Um, and according to Louis, Louisville and Metro Animal Services, the dog was underweight, had severe air loss and overgrown toenails. The children's grandmother adopted the dog and he now lives with them in their home. Oh, so you let the dog stay in the family? Perfect. Uh, perfect. Uh, the Jaggers are the Mark Jaggers uh, senior is facing charges of abandonment and provision. So it's the same Mark Jaggers that's trying to intelligently articulate why his son should still be alive to the public, changing his story every five seconds. So if this doesn't paint a picture for you, I mean, these kids were doomed from the get go, unfortunately. And I mean, that's is sad. Some it, kids it, just sad. don't stand a chance. It's sad, but but you're going to see common themes in all of this. The, the common theme in today's story is that you could be talking about either, right? So what you just said, what you just described was a pit bull who had overgrown toenails, bad hair, and was underfed. So you could be talking about the children, or you could be talking about the pit bull. So we're going to play Mark what Jagger the attorney Jr. says. Say the police and the mayor's office have not painted a full picture of his violent death. Jaggers was shot by police Stop. on June. Stop. They haven't, painted, they, they haven't painted the full picture. We're painting the full picture yeah, we're doing right that now. The real. This is the real picture. Uh, this is some real trailer white trash. Uh, trailer park boys buffoonery going on here. Yeah, I want to say this is from Channel 11 in Louisville. Uh, we are obviously adding commentary. We're not trying to steal their stuff, but. 19th and what police are calling an armed carjacking Love his attempt. Tie, by the way. Body camera video shows Jaggers approaching the vehicle where an undercover officer was inside. They were staking out a house in an unrelated case. That's when Jaggers gets Can we close call to the car door with a gun yes. in his hand. The, the door swings oh, open. You see this. it right here. All and black. an officer soon after shoots him. WHS 11 reporter Travis Breeze is here now. Travis, what exactly are they claiming police have not considered here? This is nuts. Isaiah Jaggers' family says that... This, now, uh, I when I was I was sitting undercover one time in a van, and somebody tried to get in the van that I was sitting in, but they couldn't get into it. But you know what? I had my gun pointing at the door, yeah. and the minute that that door opened, I was gonna fucking shoot them, uh, whether they had a gun or they didn't, um, because I feel like if if I'm sitting in the back of a van and you open the doors. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're. I'm gonna fucking it, shoot you. It, it but this happen. guy walks I mean, up wearing all black, an all black ninja suit with a black ninja balaclava, 
and a firearm. He walks right up to the car and opens the door. <laughs> if you don't know what a bellaclaw is, that's that's what this is. If, if you're watching mask. it, it's yeah, it's basically a ninja mask. Uh, I think, however, you know, they've evolved a little bit. I think, you know, I know he should have been, he could have been wearing this and been just a little bit happier. He could have that's even a been wearing this. Yeah, that's, that's a cuckoo kalava. A cuckoo kalava. Sure. This poor kuckles. kid has acne here, but oh, uh, boy, so let's, but you got to, this is very important to listen to what the attorney says here. The undercover officer should have gotten out of his car and identified himself the as Jaggers was approaching the vehicle. They say he was walking to check out. Okay, so should the have father gotten out of his he was car. walking? The, fa the father, right, because that was slowed down by 100. But the father says he, he should have got out and, and identified himself. Uh, we have a, a graphic representation of that also. And identified <laughs> himself. As Jaggers was approaching so the vehicle, crazy. they say he was walking to check out a suspicious <sighs> vehicle and he could not see inside of the car because of the heavy window That's their tent. Story. The family says Jaggers was getting dropped off at home by his girlfriend and he thought there was a potential danger in the car. KSP admits the first four seconds of this video do not have any audio and KSP admits that it doesn't have any audio as if they did something wrong. It doesn't have right. any audio. First of all, you got a detective in an undercover posture who's wearing a body cam now. This is because of the, uh, the probably because of the consent decree or the Breonna Taylor situation. And you finally have detectives wearing body cameras and you're going to complain that the first four seconds doesn't have audio. And oh, wait, I, wait, wait, true. Are you saying that like the whole 12 hour shift that he was sitting in that car on surveillance, he can't just leave his body camera running and have multiple batteries to support <laughs> that camera running and then have somewhere to upload, um, you know, upload the, uh, memory card, the memory right. chip, so that we know 24 hours a day, seven days a week, what every single cop, all 2,000, 2,300 cops in Louisville metro area are doing at all times. Yes. Uh, we don't have a server uh, the well, size of two Mack trucks to support yeah, that. Exactly. Per During day. the defund the police movement. Yeah. That's strange. And, and you know, he's on a surveillance. I, I can tell you, I've been like on a surveillance of a murder suspect or something. You, you're generally going to sit there with your gun underneath your leg. That's, that's all, all how you just, that's how you that's sit. That's how you do it. Right. Okay. So let's, let's hear out the attorney here. Four seconds of this video do not have any audio. They're not and Jaggers' father claimed today that it was God, during those four cross. seconds Stripper that his son oh. asked, who's in that car? To Rip. which the undercover cop did not respond. The he family attorney does not dispute that marker? he was holding a gun. And he says that that was reasonable for somebody who is checking out a suspicious vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do not That's reasonable. That Dude, listen. Had his gun Hold on out a second. As in reasonable. Let's, let, the, yeah, I got you. let me hear the attorney. For somebody who is checking out a suspicious vehicle. I do not dispute that he had his gun out as in a sensible human being would do if he's investigating a very suspicious car. My son said, who's in that car? But he didn't contact my son until he shot it. He didn't hit the siren. He didn't hit the horn. Okay, so two things. The attorney is saying any sensible human would have their gun out. It's a suspicious situation. This is where I say we can juxtapose. Is he talking about <laughs> the kid that was shot or is he talking about the cop? Because both apply. When you got somebody approaching you when you're just sitting in a car and they don't know you're a cop or not, 
it is it, any sensible citizen could have a gun out to defend themselves for the guy that's walking up in the balaclava with the gun in his hand. It's a, it's safe to assume that the guy that is dressed like a fucking train robber with a gun in his hand is not there to investigate your uh, your presence. They're there. Now, for I haven't bad seen the things. car that they pulled up into and I don't know his girlfriend's name. I imagine his girlfriend's <laughs> name is Lisa. I'd like to see this you, this white I, trash baby mama as being a Lisa, maybe even a Tina. I'm going to go ahead and guess that this car is probably a Hyundai Sonata, like an early 2000s Hyundai Sonata, black in color, missing rims yeah. and no catalytic converter. Um, red tape, red tape over where the brake lights go. Um, because they've been busted out, and he says, "Hey, Lisa, stop the car! Stop Pretty the car! Look at that, yeah. Lisa! Look, Lisa! Look! There's Ooh. another one of them stolen cars. I'm gonna get in it, girl! Hey, Got I'm one. gonna get in it, girl! I'm gonna take this thing for a joyride! Hey, Jagger Junior, Junior, uh, Jagger Junior, Junior, he sit down. Is it get the camera out and put Daddy on TikTok? This is gonna be good, honey. Watch out! Oh, I think somebody's sitting in that motherfucker. Okay, all right. Hey, roll the camera, Jagger Jagger Junior. I got this, Lisa. Get ready, girl. It's going to go down. Here it comes. <laughs> I think you have all the facts right. Uh, we'll see in a second. But I also think that she had two names, like Lisa Beth or something. Hold on. So so the, the, the father says, this is the father's claim. But he didn't contact my son until he shot him. He didn't hit the siren. He didn't hit the horn. He says that his son said, quote, like, listen. A very suspicious car. My son said, who's in that car? My son said, who's in that car? Now, the Kentucky State Police have admitted that there is no audio for the first four seconds. There's only one guy there with a gun and a balaclava, so he might know what he said. The officer had his door shut. He probably doesn't know what he said. The, The baby mom, as you'll find out, I hate that term, by the way. Uh, you'll find out why I'm using it. Uh, she's a good distance away unless she's part of this. So nobody could have heard. This is, you know, if a tree falls in the woods, do you still hear it? This guy is asserting for a fact, I want to know who's in that car. That's what my son said. Right. And then how, what was the tone of who's in that car? Is it like, hey, who's in that car? I'm about to make you squeal like a pig now. Welcome to the South. It's the cop's fault for not hitting Detective the horn. Detective Hayden says police less than one second before the he fires the fault. first shot into Jaggers Jr. We asked LMPD if it could respond to any of the allegations <laughs> made today. Uh, the department the said that it's, the allegations... You're, you're focusing on the mullet. I'm focusing the on, it. I'm focusing the, on the railroad tie in his, in his ear. Oh, my God. He's got a I mean, Jesus spike through his ear and a freaking just the most white trash of mullet. It makes my mullet look <laughs> astute. Is that right? Where astute? Yes. Um, there's so much grease in the father's hater. I mean, bro, come on. Like, it's so 100% Trailer Park Boys. It's unbelievable, dude. It's uncanny how Trailer Park Boys-esque this is. Oh, so embarrassing. The, the chain outside PD, of the shirt If it could respond to any of the allegations uh, made today, uh, the department said that the Kentucky State Police is handling the investigation the as such. They shorts. could not comment. We did reach out to KSP, sure. and we are you yet to hear back at this time. Attorney Aubrey Williams says he will file a lawsuit 
on behalf of, of the family. Okay, I, I don't know on what basis. He, he approached the car, even if his even if his defense or even if his um, assertion is like, you shot this poor young uh, faithful servant of the community uh, based on the fact that he was investigating a uh, potentially stolen car or uh, like a prudent, prudent citizen would do. He was wearing a balaclava. Let's not talk about that. Anyway. And he pointed a gun and he, you know, he was going to carjack this guy. That's it. So oh, you're going to file 100%. a lawsuit because he was killed in the process of carjacking someone, basically. The father at the beginning of this clip, I want to remind you, said that he should have got out and identified himself. So I do believe this is what the father's expectation would look like. You know, his son's walking up messy. to the car. He wants the officer to stand oh, outside with his hands up and just run away. <laughs> That's what he's hoping will happen. Wow. This Grand is, of Theft course, Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, wow. Ironically. And, and you know why I think that that's ironic, uh, that, that Grand Theft Auto is applicable? Like, this is, because this is essentially what happened right here. It's just I a mean, robbery. This could be a whole you know, lot just worse get out. for you. It's going to make it a whole lot worse for you. Uh, there's an armed, okay, well, that's not working. But um, l take a look at this uh, photo of the scene that you keep showing. What's the what's the back of that hoodie right there? I don't know. What does it say? Is it that's is it Grand Theft awful, Auto? That's an awful lot of Miami, I believe. And yes, that is a Grand Theft Auto <laughs> hoodie. These guys this, literally played way too much Grand Theft Auto. Listen, I read one article, and I'm sure you're going to bring this up here in a second, where the dad says that he was going to take the car for a joyride yes. uh, because of a new TikTok trend. I don't know. Uh, however... For those of you who are out there sitting in your cars right now running surveillance, listening to this, uh, we have partnered up with Factor. Are you too busy running surveillance during the day to think about lunch and where you're going to get it and where you're going to microwave it? Keep your energy up with Lunch To Go. Effortless, wholesome meals like grain bowls, salad toppers. Ready to eat when you are on the go with no microwave required. Are you looking for calorie-conscious options this summer? Try the delicious dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around less than 550 calories. You can't find a, a lunch meal under 550 calories these days. No. Anywhere. No, no you um, can't. They also have the extra boost to support your wellness, the Protein Plus meal. So if you're getting jacked, you know what I mean? Uh, I actually had a buddy that used to run surveillance, and he would get out like on the hour every hour and do like burpees behind the car. I'm like, yo, you, you don't think that, like, that's the most like cop thing to do ever? Right. Um, he's like, no, 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 it throws everybody off. Uh, Factor <laughs> offers delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart, vegan, veggie, protein plus, you name it, prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. Uh, and if you're looking to mix it up and uh, you want to add some protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week, they got it too, baby. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment 
assortment of 45-plus additional add-ons, including breakfast items, apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon, cheddar, egg bites, potatoes, all sorts of stuff, man. Head over to Factormeals.com slash Wolfpack50 and use that code Wolfpack50 to get 50% off. That's code Wolfpack50 at Factormeals.com slash Wolfpack50 to get 50% off. Look, you're trying to get in shape. You're trying to lose weight. You're trying to bulk up. Whatever it is that you're trying to do, Factor's going to help you out there. You don't even have to think about it. Fresh and never frozen. Head over to Factormeals.com slash Wolfpack50. There's an article from Louisville Public Media. Louisville Public Media that's uh, titled, Family of Man Killed by Undercover LMPD Officer Refutes Police Claims of Armed Carjacking. So if you scroll down in the article a little bit, it does show one of the, uh, it does show several tea light candles and, and such. Um, it, it says that, um, here's the uh, direct quote Mark Jaggers, the father of Mark Jaggers Jr. gave. Quote, a carjacking is when you run up on people with a pistol out and demand them to get out of your car, end quote. My son never knew nobody was in the car, uh, which is a double negative. So then, Wait, but didn't he say, but didn't he say in the other thing, like, who's in that car? My son yeah, asked yeah, who's in that car. Yeah, he said he just wanted to know who was in the car. So then, But now then he doesn't he said, know that nobody was in the car. Okay. Yeah, he says later in the article, quote, my my boy's seen the car. He thought maybe somebody had stolen it and left it there. So he was going to run up in there and take the car joyriding. But as soon as he opened the door, the police shot him. <laughs> they could have hit that little <laughs> siren and let my boy know they was in the car when they seen him checking the car out to see if it was a stolen car. But they didn't. So, you know, I, I uh, look... Come on, man. Uh, let's. You can't have it both ways. This guy is saying that he was only going to check out a suspicious vehicle, which he was going to steal, which he was in the process of a, committing a felony anyway. With his family present. Like, that's how white right. trash redneck this is. But- He's also wearing a mask, which you wouldn't need to do in an unoccupied car, and you wouldn't need to have your gun out in an unoccupied car. Yes or no? So I, I don't know where they're going to file this lawsuit from. But that's I don't know. Maybe it was cold. Uh, somebody in the chats here, Michael August, says that is a Rickyism. Uh, that is definitely somebody who has seen Trailer Park Boys, and I applaud your comment, Mister <laughs> August. Um, I, yeah, I, I I think that's very funny. Good here, well played. How about this? Here's the body cam video. Let's watch this. Okay, so here's the four the seconds we're talking about. Police! Oh. Give me a hand! Dramatic. It's so fast. It's so fast. And look, what kind of car is that? What kind of car is that? I have not seen this body camera footage until now. Tell me that's a Hyundai Sonata. It looks like a Nissan. But it's black in color. It's got all the things I talked about. So no, but this is the, this is the detective's car. No, I'm talking about the white trash car that you can see off in the distance. Oh, please. Oh that dude ran up on that car. Shots fired. Shots fired. So fast. What is your deal, bro? Send somebody back here. I just try to get robbed. I'm going to go rob you. What's your name? Mark. What? Mark. Send cars to me. Somebody's trying to rob and rob me. Well, maybe you should tell somebody that you shot him, too. Call 911. Let's go, baby, daddy. See, that's their car. 
Stay back. Oh There's a time. Stay back. Uh, let it play, Eric, because it, it just okay. it gets better. Get on the main channel, get you. Stop! Get back! Now! Get back! Now! I have no weapon! Okay, get back! Where's he shot? Where's he shot? Right here, Prill. Right here. Did you call an ambulance? They're getting it now. Did you call an ambulance? Mark, is he dead? Okay, the first unit arrives in an unmarked white charger. That's eight thirty seconds. The detective gets out. He's wearing a vest and jeans, so you know it's like an undercover posture. But he's wearing a, his vest, probably a body cam as well. He's down. He's trying to get her under control. The 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 dispatcher is trying to determine his actual location. What's that? We're together. Tell us where you're at and if you're injured. I'm okay. I'm gonna be in the rear of 2200 block of Griffiths. Mark, Mark. Yep, missing a rim. Uh, yep. I think that's like a Dodge yeah, product, though. Maybe. Yeah, it's like a Dodge Dart. What's his name? Solid white trash can. Uh, could be a cavalry. Can I please EMS started. Can I please stay next to him? No, stay back because we got a gun right here. We need, he's going to get EMS Will you touch it? I don't want no. it. Will you We got to leave it where it is. That's my baby daddy. She's wanting to do something with the gun. Negative. It's his gun. Get EMS over here. Please. Please. Can I touch him? Because she's wanting to get close to get that gun. Not to shoot, but to get rid of it. Mark, baby, I love you, Mark! He looks like he's dying, man. I know, he's getting all the EMS stuff right now for him. I know, I know, because he is. Well, he is. Oh, ma'am, he's dying. Yeah, like a surprise he's still hanging on. Please, that's my baby daddy. That is my baby daddy. Oh my God! What? How? How white trash can you be? I can't. I can't. I, oh my God! Oh my God! Please. Right here. Here, step back over here. Please, 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 save my baby daddy. Come over here. Stop calling him that. You're right there. There's a Chevy Cavalier. What do you need? Hey man, talk to me. A doctor? Uh, how are you? <laughs> Two or three less <laughs> bullets in my chest. A surgeon? <laughs> Trauma medic? The wherewithal to not carjack an armed uh, police officer? Yeah, Is he using quick right Probably. I, I think they're trying to uh, open up a, um, a sucking chest wound, you know, one of those. Uh, Oh, God. You no. Know, um, <laughs> funeral home, like it says. What's Funeral home. Undertaker. This is so dark. This is so dark. Okay, so he, uh, the detective's going to his Nissan, trying to pop the trunk. Uh, He's trying to get stuff out of there. Um, like, you know, medical equipment. He, 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 if you look, our gloves, he's looking for. I thought you said this was an undercover car. There's no way it a is. car that nice would be rolling oh, around no, we, in the trailer we parks. Had them. We definitely so, had like, them. So, like, you knew, you knew uh, that that car, you, you know that car is not undercover. Like, <laughs> right. there's no car in that trailer park that's got all of its rims and miss. You know oh. what I'm saying? Like, uh, to your point, actually, Eric, uh, by the way, look, 
Uh, he's got his cooler sitting right on his front seat when you're in surveillance. That's why you order the factor he had, meals. He had his factor meal in there. Yep. He had his grain bowl in there. He sure did. Uh, so he goes to the glove box. Ironically, my, my old partner and I had this debate one time of uh, he was rearranging his entire patrol car, and he's like, now I have no place to put gloves. And I was like, yeah, you've, the got, you've got an entire compartment that is like literally it's for named that. for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I kind of chopped this up a little bit. Uh, so far, where are we at? Let, let's just take an inventory of you and me. Where, where are we at okay. on this? I don't know. Bosco says it's a Cobalt. Um, oh, it could be a Chevy Cobalt, yeah. Thank uh, you, Bosco. Either way, um, where are we at on this? Yeah. Well, okay, so there's a lot to unpackage here. Um, yes. I did not watch any of the body camera footage on this. This was your case. Um, all I did was do the research on the past history because that was my part of the, the project, yeah. which I only thing I could find. Uh, you know, funny about that was is that I didn't find anything on his criminal record. Mike Jaggers Jr., there's no way this kid doesn't have a criminal record, but it has been scrubbed from the interwebs. Can't I don't know why it. the interwebs, this has been something that's been going on for about the last year um, that we've been, I mean, we've been doing the show for more than a year, but in the last year, it's been almost impossible to find a criminal record of any police shooting suspect or victim yeah, uh, it's like the media is just like okay we're going to give you everything about the cop and his disciplinary actions but we're not going to let you know anything about what kind of a piece of shit or what kind of a white trash turd uh these suspects or these you know gang member turds are we're not going to let you know any of this now i told you at the beginning of this thing that like i really don't like making fun of dead people and, and people that get shot but i mean like this is just like this one is so bad and so cringe that like I, I don't know. I don't have anything nice to say about these folks. When you referring to somebody as, you kill my baby daddy, you kill my baby daddy, you like not the man I love, like not my soulmate. Like, what if they killed your wife? Like, would you be calling her, like, you kill my old lady, you kill my old lady, my broad, he killed my broad. Uh, I'm telling you, hashtag totality of stupid stances. This is this is where we're at. Uh, you're, you're so far we're tracking, you and me. Oh my god. So we can watch. Um, <laughs> here's the other half of the. Th this is where you're. And gonna, there's kids in that car. I do believe. Well, they and, pulled and over. Also, she pulled over to let him carjack a car with wearing all black with a balaclava with freaking kids and a gun in out. the car. Yeah. So let's let's this also. Is, yeah, yeah, right. I, I that's. I'm glad you brought up that point because of the speed that she showed up to that, right? What, which tells you, she was right there. She was. He was. Well, no, I read the article. It said that they, they the car pulled up and he exited the car. Yeah. Okay. And ran up on his car. Check this out. That's how he got there. Uh, Dimitri asks a great question. To be fair, does the past criminal history matter if the shooting was otherwise justified? No, it doesn't. However, uh, there's uh, a pattern of conduct that we often talk about in every other police shooting. We used to talk about it all the time. Like 
Mike Brown was a convicted felon. Uh, you know, the things like that, for example. Um, Dimitri, let me let me put it this like I've I've had this discussion with a lot of people. Let me put it in this simple terms with you. If I paint you, let me just paint you a really quick picture, really fast. Um, Australian man attacked and killed by a stingray on a boat this last Friday. This is the third animal attack we've had in Australia. Our hearts and prayers go out to the Australian man. Or the crocodile hunter who has been fucking around with fish and sharks and gators for the last 25 <laughs> years on camera for the whole world to see has finally been killed by one of these dangerous and poisonous after being bit by a thousand snakes, sharks, alligators, and the whatnots. A stingray has taken the life. I mean, it paints a completely different picture than just some rando swimming yeah. in the ocean. Like if you just paint it as a some rando swimming in the ocean gets killed by a stingray, you're like, dude, I'm not going in the ocean. Stingrays are gonna kill you. But like, no, nobody's been killed by a stingray in like over a hundred years until unless it's been like somebody that's been like fucking with the stingray on purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> When so, this tiger shark lady finally gets eaten by a tiger shark, and that's coming, if you want to go on mybookie.com and start bets on that, I'm all for it. She's going to get bit by a shark. And you know what? It's going to start this whole week-long thing about how we can't trust sharks and how you know how she was wrong about sharks. No, it's just like the more you mess around with these things, the more likely they're going to fucking kill you. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So, you can only... I mean so to your point, Dimitri, you're correct in the sense that each one of these cases should be taking, taken on the surface, that each case is different. However, eventually, if you play with fire enough, you're going to get burnt. Because I don't think Eric can research the number of times that this kid has investigated uh, cars, suspicious cars in his neighborhood. I don't think he was the neighborhood watch captain. So it, it, the media portrays him as such, and the attorney portrays him as such. It's fair to say, well, he's committed a crime or two. He was definitely familiar with the process of walking up on a car, even if it was something as simple as, well, he's never committed a crime, but he was in the he, he was an avid player of uh, Grand Theft Auto. You know, like it's it's relevant. It's relevant to the case. It's relevant to what he was doing. I, I do understand um, being fair about it, and and you know that you know this is a case by case situation, as as most are. But um, eventually, if you continually play with fire, you're going to get burnt. And playing with fire, it's like Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> uh, eventually, you're going to get mauled by the tiger, and that's why uh, I think, you know, so. Uh, here's here's when you think it can't get white trash enough. Listen to these whales. That's my fucking family. They fucking shot him. Here's some. Why are you screaming? Like a there you go, Jay. You need gloves. Hey, buddy, talk to it's the brother. Here's Glass. I'm telling you, the ghetto right and the trailer park are the same places. Yeah. Come on. One's in the city, one's outside. It's the only difference. Which one of y'all shot him? Which one of y'all shot him? Yeah. We all have AIDS. <laughs> I shot Mark Jagger Jr. I shot Mark Jagger Jr. I shot Mark Jagger Jr. He's. Oh, hey. He said, I'm going to put one of y'all's family in the ground. 
That's my brother on the ground. Let me put one of y'all's family in the ground. I'll put your wife slash cousin in the ground. <laughs> your baby's cousin. Uh, Jill asked a great question. Uh, would, wouldn't that be grounds to arrest him? And the answer is no. Uh, I, he's not necessarily interfering in the investigation. He is definitely taking away resources from um, what what should be happening. But I think no. he's talking he, about the communication of threats. Oh, I, oh, I see. Uh, no, uh, but y- you also have to take into account too, and, th- and this is where crime I of think, crime of passion. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I also think this is where <laughs> the public misses the boat. Um, y- you would have to be an asshole to to arrest that guy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna have the natural reaction of I should fuck your family up, or um, and, and like you, you got to at least. Uh, empathize with what he's going through, not maybe not ne- necessarily sympathize. I, I don't agree with his. <laughs> I certainly don't want him to put any family member of any police officer in the ground in retaliation. But at the same time, there are times when you're going to have to stick somebody in the back of a patrol car just to get them to calm down, catch their breath, because in the heat of the moment, you know they're losing a brother, they're losing a, a boyfriend, or whatever. You, you gotta. Um, it, it, in this case, it would charged. be the same thing. A brother and a boyfriend would be, yeah, would be the same, same. Same dude. Somebody, uh, somebody lost both a brother and a boyfriend. The same person. It was, the, it was one. A, yeah, they just showed one a picture of one person. Uh, okay, so here's uh, here's slowed to enhance clar- uh, clarity and highlight the firearm. That I mean, it's that's literally what the title of this video is. So. You see him walking up. You see clearly just the, the, the whites of his eyes, basically, because of his balaclava. Uh, and you see, you know, a second hasn't even ticked off uh, on the body cam yet. Now it has. You see the officer grab his gun. It's probably in between the center console and his seat. And you see a yellow circle around the gun. Look at the look at the storied look on his face, on the suspect's face, and this officer goes to work. He just takes the gun and, and defends himself. And as the young man is laying there dying, uh, there's a yellow circle around where the gun landed, which is probably, if I had to guess, uh, three feet away from where he was. Uh, maybe I could be wrong on that. Uh, maybe five yards. I don't know. But at any rate, um, they they identified uh, the officer as LMPD officer Matt Hayden. He's he's been serving since uh, 2013, so he's you know a 10 year veteran. The suspect Mark Jaggers no longer with us. He's a 21 year old male. Um, he uh, was an attempted carjacker. <laughs> he was not successful in his carjacking. By the way, the the uh, the they were in that neighborhood. He was set up in that neighborhood. Looking for, of all things, a shooting suspect. So, um, you know, Louisville, if you don't know, is a pretty violent city. It has a lot of gun crimes. And uh, there was a, a guy that shot into a crowd of people and ended up hitting somebody. And they had an active warrant for his arrest. So this uh, fugitive task force was looking for this guy. And that's why they were in their unmarked cars or undercover cars. Uh, just sitting, waiting for him to show up at home, or, or you know, they had intel that he was going to show up at this, uh, f- you know, at a friend's house or whatever. So that's that.
uh, stop breaking the law, asshole is uh, is the meme that I'm seeing on the screen. Which yeah, somebody, kind of said, people, somebody said somebody said Pride Mike crossing via Sarah Kelch. It's a cross. It's like one of those white guys. Look, you know, I, I get it. You know, if somebody dies in a car wreck and you put your little white cross out there where they died. Um, I don't think I necessarily need that. I wouldn't want to put that if my kids were killed in a car accident. But I definitely wouldn't put it out there for you guys to put like a whole bunch of like shit out there that's just going to look like trash and fade in the sunlight and just look like garbage and you Sucks know it's just boys. very it's a, it's like very attention grasping behavior it's like look at me i'm putting a flowers out i'm putting all this stuff out here on the side of the road like as if anybody driving by is going to give a shit or see what all it, all it does is pollute the planet to be honest with you just like a brush you know what I mean? Like, like I, I would, you'd hang a bra off it. You, you could hang one of those like monkeys. You know oh, what I mean? Like no, a stuffed yeah, animal. Yeah. Do you know the, like what, what's <laughs> the, the the thing that the women wear? The garter. Yeah, like, garter. Like they put the garter Staple on there from like the favorite from his favorite stripper on the top of the cross. We we re, uh, we did a uh, um, we did have an incident when I was uh, lieutenant on the midnight shift out in um, where I worked. Uh, very like five o'clock in the morning is when we pretty much first got body cams. Um, there were five or six officers involved in this incident. It was a very, very, very bad car wreck. It it was, you know, this guy was just flying up, uh, this very busy road and he ran a red light and it killed a girl and it killed the guy in the backseat. It killed the driver, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the, the, the people that ran the red light were at fault. Uh, so they set up this makeshift memorial right by it, um, even though they were at fault or whatever. And it was it was a similar, you know, I'll just say a similar demographic to what we're talking about here. And <clears throat> the next night or the night after, we had to respond to the <laughs> to the memorial because there was a large melee and a stabbing. Somebody was stabbed yeah. at the memorial. Like it, it, it created uh, more tension in the community, and you know people were pointing fingers for running the red light and killing people in the car, and so somebody got stabbed uh, there. It, it, and I, the reason I ta- said that the, it, it was you know one of the first times we used body cams, y- you could see how graphic it was. So you could see what the officer's perspective was, and it was just gut wrenching. Like. To see these three, I, I don't care if they were criminals or not. I mean, they just they ran a red light and they were speeding and they they were obliter- obliterated in a car accident. It's still sad, and it's still tough on the officers. Like you, you, you got to go in there and try to peel some of the, you know what I mean, to try to get. And EMS is there and they're like, yeah, I don't bother, and you know what I mean. Like they're just like, yeah, that's we're not transporting that. You know I, what uh, I mean? Yeah. It's it's all just, you know, it's all very sad. And th- those memorials, they they get more and more extreme. It's it's like the more the more poverty driven the victim was, it's like the more extravagant the cross was. It's like they're trying to make up for something. But like <laughs> we had these two homeless twins in the area that were like the most well known prostitutes in all of Raleigh, and um, one of them died. And so they made this massive memorial and it was just over the top poster boards and it had rained. And so the poster boards were all like droopy and everything. It was just bad, you know, but they had put the wrong twin on the poster boards. anyway. <laughs> well, did they put the wrong twin? Because the other one probably had a warrant. You know what I mean? And she's like, Ooh, I got a fresh start. You know, <laughs> so I went to go uh, take it down with another officer, and people were like yelling at us. I was like, "It's not even the right person's memorial. This person's not even dead. <laughs> Get the name right. Relax, 
Relax. This is Rolando. Um, it was Rolanda. <laughs> Guys, thank you all so much for being in the chats. Falconator, Sarah Kelch, Michael August for 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 bringing in some good commentary and Dimitri, Dimitra, whatever his name was. Thank you guys. Um, looks like Hilton, Simpson, Bosco, Brian W, Deadleg. Uh, it just goes on and on. Blonde Beard. You know, I'm not going to scroll up forever. Marines, Blood, James Russell, all of you guys tacked the cool dude. Thank you guys for bringing in the chats um, and for being here. Was live. If you want to support the show, go a little extra mile. Head over to the new Failure to Stop underscore Uncuffed. Uh, that is a new Instagram that is up for the Uncuffed Mondays. We also have the Last Call page set up. Um, we also have the regular Pharaoh to stop set up. You got Drew Breezy's page. Um, you know, if you guys want to go and like and follow on the social media webs, everybody's putting out Andrea Uplate. Everybody's putting up their own content all over the social medias. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe and notification bell if you're on the YouTubes. But if you're like the thousands of listeners, thousands and tens of thousands of listeners that we have uh, downloading the show, please go and give us a five star rating review. Hit the download button. Share with a friend. And um, thank you guys so much for joining us. For myself and the easy steezy, beautiful Drew Breezy, guns up and giddy up. Totality of stupid stance. <laughs>